Hi and welcome to a new episode of the Property Site Hustle podcast. I'm your host Paul and this is a podcast for people looking to get started in property. We release episodes every single day if the day is either a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or a Friday and we like to give a balanced view of property strategies and give you little daily nuggets of information to help you on your way. What you won't get on this podcast is me talking about how you can become financially free in five minutes. On this podcast, we do like to live a little closer to reality. Um, In today's episode, we are going to look at property sourcing FAQs. Uh, So we've taken a list of the most commonly asked questions people ask about sourcing deals. So let's get stuck into today's podcast. One of the most common questions is how much money can I earn sourcing deals? Well, let's be honest and cut through some BS. Certain people who run webinars and run seminars and sell courses will have you believe you can earn £10,000 a week. Now, the problem is people then think they can earn £10,000 every single week or month. And that's highly unlikely. And here's why. You would need to have a steady stream of active property investors buying the deals you source. You might you might think, well, okay, if I need a steady stream of you know investors buying the deals, then it's just a numbers game. So find enough investors, and yeah, it's possible. But factor in that most property purchases actually take on average between 12 to 14 weeks to go through the conveyancing process. So to have one per week completing is going to take a big pipeline of investors and deals um, going through. And that's the reality. So to answer the question, I'd rather say on average, most sources charge a 2% fee. So that would mean you could net anywhere from 2000 to 10,000 pounds plus per deal with an average fee being somewhere in the middle. Now you could earn more than 10 K per deal. Um, you know, it all depends on the purchase price, but 2% of the purchase price is your typical fee. So the next question is, how many can you sell in a year, roughly? You know, that depends ultimately on how many investors you can find and sign up and how active they are and, and you know, in how active they are in terms of buying your deals and investing there and then rather than waiting and investing in six months' time. It all depends how active the buyers are. It is possible to have numerous deals completing each month. But to get to that stage where you've got, you know, two or three deals completing um, and you getting your fee each month takes a lot of blood, sweat and tears. So when I see these people saying, oh, £10,000 a week, every week, they've just been misled. Yeah, you can have a week where you earn £10,000. Of course you can. But is it going to be every week? You know, let's look at the reality here. You know, ultimately, deal sourcing is a great way for newbies to build a pot of money so they can invest themselves in property a bit further down the line or maybe look at jumping to, you know, another strategy, but a cash flow strategy such as rent to rent where the monthly cash flow is more akin to a monthly salary and they can scale that up to generate a sizable monthly income. (laughs) 
So the next question is, should I charge my investors a reservation fee to stop the tyre kickers from wasting my time? <laughs> now, this is a common question. Um, I get quite a lot from sources. Um, speaking from personal experience, asking an investor to part with money when you are trying to build trust and, and trying to build that working relationship, it's counterproductive in my mind. And it kind of puts an obstacle in the way and a barrier there that doesn't need to be there. You know, that being said, you know, it does serve a purpose. So there is no right or wrong. I know people who take reservation fees, it works well, get a reservation, and then they get the rest of the sourcing fee upon completion. And, And I know that can work well. But for me, when you're trying to build a relationship with an investor and get that trust asking them to part with money when you, for all intents and purposes, are a complete stranger, it's it's another hurdle that you've just got to talk your way around. You know, I've done it both ways, but it's much easier when you're working to build a relationship, to have the investor sign your terms of business, stating how you work and how the fee structure will work without hitting them with a fee or saying it's refundable based on certain terms just creates a headache you're putting unnecessary barriers between the investor trusting you and them having the confidence to use you as well so for me i would avoid reservation fees for this reason but it's personal choice there's no right or wrong the next question is can i source a deal if I'm not compliant myself and I put the deal through a friend's business who is compliant? The simple answer is no, you can't. If you're involved in a property transaction, then you are legally required to carry out certain checks and have the correct registrations in place. The property sourcing does fall under parts of the Estate Agency Act. And you sourcing a deal and putting it through your friend's compliant business is not a way around this. It's not a loophole that you can exploit. People ask this question a lot on property groups on Facebook. And I see people doing it as well. You know, but it's not legal. You can't do that. You know, the letter of the law is black and white. It's not, there's no gray area there. Um, And yeah, people, I've seen, seen people asking this question a lot recently on property groups. They look at, you know, getting compliant. They think, oh, it's going to cost me X amount to get compliant. I'll just start sourcing now and put it through so-and-so's business. You know, compliance exists for a reason. So if you're not fully compliant, you cannot get involved with sourcing property deals. Okay, so this is the last question. So what is the number one way to find investors? Great question. As investors are literally the life source and determining factor for any deal sourcing business. So the number one route, other than navigating expensive paid adverts and Facebook algorithms and all the rest of it, um, is content marketing. Now, if you create something that speaks to your target customer, then they will come to you. For for example, if you created a guide, you know, 10 reasons to invest in Liverpool, let's say, and to get access to that guide, investors had to opt in and give you their name and email address. 
if they want that guide, they're going to sign up. They're going to give you their name and their email address. And the key is the content has to be worthy. It has to be interesting to who you're trying to target. So think about that ideal, you know, that, that, uh, that ideal client. You know, who are they? What do they look like? Um, and once you once you've have an email address and they've opted in, you can softly market to them by providing more valuable content, newsletters, you know, a look at the local market, maybe what makes one postcode better to invest in than, you know, the one next door. What you are doing is gaining their trust by sharing your knowledge and expertise. You know, that that's that's where the trust builds with content marketing. And you will have heard of, you know, buyers or customers needing to know, like, and trust you before they consider buying. And this is an online and automated way of achieving this with investors. You know, if you give them valuable content, they will gladly sign up and open themselves up to your marketing. You know, to them, um, you know, your marketing is is giving them value. It's not just you know, let me source deals for you, let me source deals for you, let me source deals for you. You're giving them value. You're giving them valuable information that's of interest to them. You know, and if you struggle to think, oh, what, what you know, what do I create? What, what do I do? You know, 10 reasons to invest in an area is an obvious one. But you've just got to think, put yourself in the investor's shoes and think, if they're scrolling through Facebook, what's going to make them stop? What would make them stop and think, oh, let's take a look at this. You've got to, you've got to get in that kind of mindset to create that, that content that's going to, that's going to, you know, hook them in basically. And, you know, at some point during, during this period of time where you're going to be emailing this content, this knowledge, um, at some point you can start to softly sell them your services and if they're switched on to you and they've been enjoying your content, then they're going to turn into clients. You know, this is a slow but steady and automated, let's underline that one, automated process. You know, once it's set up, it's going to generate you really good results. It's going to get, it's going to, you know, it's it's going to, it's worth that time, basically, is what I'm saying. Because a lot of people hear content marketing, they think, oh, it's, you know, it's, it, it's a hassle. It's going. It, it's putting some effort in, basically, and it's creating valuable content. But once you've created it once, that's it. You don't have to create it again. You created it once, and then it's part of that process, and it'll just go out in an email. It's automated. It's a thing of beauty when it works. Let me tell you, it really, really is, and it works. There is zero doubt about that. This works because it builds trust, because you are showing that you know what you're talking about. Um, you know, if this all sounds you know a little too techy, don't be scared. It's it it is massively automated, um, you know, and it's easily done. It really is easily done. So if you want to learn how to source properly and get access to all the sourcing contracts, the step-by-step knowledge, the deal analyzers, the letter templates, the documents, a sourcing business in a box, 
then you no longer need to pay tens of thousands of pounds to dodgy property gurus for courses. You can get all you need for just £99 and this month you'll also get a rent-to-rent course for absolutely nothing as a summer bonus. Now the 99p, 99p, £99 fee is a one-off fee. Um, it's not an ongoing fee, it's completely one-off, it's just £99 and that's it. And you get lifetime access to all the content. And what's more, the content is continually updated so it's ever-evolving and growing over time as well. So to jump on this offer now, visit the site www.psmproperty.com forward slash property dash training or check the show notes for any web links if you, if you didn't catch that. Or you can email me and ask me any questions you like to support at psnproperty.co.uk. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and it may be open your eyes to tweaking your sourcing business and increasing that bottom line with more sourcing fees to hit the bank. Um, and I hope that, you know, you've, you've kind of, you've kind of gained some nuggets of information there in terms of property sourcing. We'll, we'll cover this again, property sourcing FAQs. So if you've got any questions you want me to answer, then send them in on the email address support at psmproperty.co.uk and maybe I'll answer your question on a future Sourcing FAQs podcast. So if you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe and also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you can. That would be amazing. That's all for today's show. Tune in next time. Stay safe. Take it easy.